an opportunity to thank God for the grace to be uh, given the privilege to bring God's word to you this morning. Just want to also thank God for the life of our pastor as well. You know, our pastor is not here, here today and his family for a very personal reason. And I want to believe that before the end of the service, we also, you know, as we always do, uh, commit them into the hands of God. And I pray that the Lord will, you know, perfect all that concern them and us in Jesus' name. Amen. I just want to say again, thank you all for coming out this morning. God bless you in Jesus' name. Let's bow down our heads as, as we pray. King of Kings, we say thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you for your love that has called us out of the multitude, in, even into your uh, marvelous kingdom. Lord, we pray even as we go into your word this morning, we pray that you will teach us in the name of Jesus. Let our hearts, Lord, be open to receive your word in Jesus' name. And our life will not remain the same in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. I just want us to open our Bible this morning uh, to the book of Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 22. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 22. Um, this morning we'll be reading a couple of scriptures. So if you don't have a Bible, uh, your hard copy Bible with you, feel free to download uh, an e-copy as well. So we'll be reading a few scriptures. And by the grace of God, I will this morning, you know, be encouraging us on the topic, understanding the power of joy. Hallelujah. I want us to echo it together. Understanding the power of joy. And let's start by reading Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 22. I will be reading the New King James Version. Bible says, I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the, for the flesh lost against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary one to one another. So that you do, not, you do not do the things that you wish, but if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Verse 19. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, deception, heresies, uh, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as, as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Verse 22, I want us to read it together. One to go. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith. Hallelujah. Let's open again to Romans chapter 14, verse 17. Romans chapter 14, verse 17. Romans 14, 17. If you have your Bible, let's read together. Bible says, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, like I said, this morning I want to talk to you about understanding the power of joy. But to set the stage, just let you understand that 
Again, everything happening in our life as Christians is first of all, 100% spiritual. Hallelujah. Everything happening around you is first of all, 100% spiritual. So for us to succeed or become successful in our Christian journey, we must engage the spiritual principles. Hallelujah. We must engage spiritual principles. And when we read our Bible, the book of John chapter 10, verse 10, Bible says the thief comet but to steal, to kill, and destroy. Hallelujah. Bible says, I have come that you may have life and that you, and they may have it more abundantly. So in this journey of our Christian faith, the devil is always coming to what? To steal our joy. Praise God. And you know, if something is not important, there is no point in stealing it. Praise God. As, have you seen anyone gone to the beach to steal sand? Praise God. Yes? But imagine that sand on the beach is not sand, it's gold. What will happen? Praise God. It will no longer be there. Why? Because it is important. Praise God. So the devil always strives to steal our joy as believers. Why? Because joy is important. Praise God. So if it is not important, the devil will not come for it. Hallelujah. And so this joy that we are talking about, the devil always tries to destroy our joy such that we have no power anymore. No many things happen in our life and we just look back, we sit down and it appears that all the strength is gone. Praise God. Even the strength to pray is gone. The strength to even to you know, uh, read the Bible is gone. Why? Because the devil is coming to just grab that joy and to run away with him. But this morning, by God's grace, want us to understand that importance or the power of the joy that we carry. Now, like last week's Sunday, by the grace of God, uh, the pastor message was telling us about the difference between happiness and joy. And you know, many times we use happiness and joy interchangeably, but they may look similar. They are not the same. Praise God. You know, happiness is about things that is happening around you. Praise God. You know, you bought a new car, you are so happy. But the following morning, you are still happy. One week later, what's it? Are you still happy? Yes? Praise God. Because it's an happening. It has happened and it is gone. Praise God. Now imagine when you got your admission or your first job, let's say. You were so excited. But one month later, the reality is dawning on you that now you need to wake up 5 a.m. to get to work. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, things happening around us might bring us happiness. But happiness in itself is just based on the situation. It can disappear. Praise God. But for us as Christians, we have been called to live a life of joy. Praise God. We have been called to live a life of joy. But you know the reality? God never promised us happiness. Yes? He never promised us happiness. He promised us joy. Yes? So in your life, at this present point in time, you might have experiences. Things might be happening that is not making you happy. But I want to encourage you that God is there with you. Hallelujah. You know, John chapter 16, verse 33, the Bible says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world we have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Praise God. So the happiness that we have is an emotion. Praise God. Now let me be sincere. How many of us have been sad in this December for one reason or the other? Yes, quite 
quite a few of us. How many of us have been happy in this past, you know, this, this December? Yes? Praise God. How many of us have been afraid in this December? Praise God. So, your fear, your sadness, your happiness, praise God, any emotion that you can think about, your anger, they are all emotion. And most times, they are temporary. Praise God. But for us as children of God, we have the joy of the Lord. Praise God. So the devil is always out to steal our joy. But I want to tell you something. That the devil cannot oppress you until he successfully makes you depressed. Praise God. The devil will not have the authority to oppress you until you become depressed. Praise God. So for every one of us here, the devil knows that he's, if he's able to steal your joy, if he's able to steal your, your, the joy that the Lord has placed inside of you, then it will become easy for him to manipulate you. He knows that if he steals your joy, he will be able for you, to, you, it will be, you will lose the presence of God. Praise God. Once the joy is no longer there, the, the presence of God is gone, and what? The devil can come in, you know, to just attack you. Praise God. But I want to tell you this morning, Whatever is important is worth protecting. Hallelujah. If your joy is important, the joy of the Lord in you is important, then it is worth protecting. Now, I've mentioned joy a couple of times, but the question is, how do you define joy? Praise God. Do you have any sister joy in the house? Praise God. How do you define joy? I would have asked sister joy to define joy. You know, many times we have names that we, we like the name, but we cannot define it. Praise God. So, what is joy? You know, joy is a gift from God through the Holy Spirit. Joy is a gift from God through the Holy Spirit and is made manifest as an evidence of the Spirit of God in us. Joy is what? The gift of God through the Holy Spirit and it is made manifest as the evidence of the Spirit of God in us. Praise God. So at redemption, when Jesus came, you know, to give his life to redeem us, one of the reasons why he did that, why he had to die on the cross of Calvary, why he had to endure the pain is for you and I to have joy. Praise God. So when people tell you, oh, now that you are a Christian, your life will become a smooth sail. When people tell you that now that you are a Christian, you will have the next best car, you know, all those kind of you know, physical expression of joy, of happiness. I want to tell you that the Bible says in this world you will see trouble. So when trouble comes, praise God, don't just say, God, why me? Because the question is, why not you? Because when you say, why me? You don't, you've forgotten that at the end of this whole episode, there is a joy to come. Praise God. Imagine a woman who is in labor, in labor room and starts shouting, God, why me? Why me? Praise God. It's painful. It's a painful experience. But what happened? Once the mother is carrying the child, sisters, how does it feel? The pain is gone. She might be bleeding. She might have tears. But yet what? She is excited that yes, finally. Praise God. Jesus Christ went through the chastisement, the crucifixion on the cross of Calvary, just for you and I to, to have joy. 
Praise God. I want to tell your neighbor this, that joy, say it with me, joy is part of my redemption package in Christ. Say it again, joy is part of my redemption package in Christ. John chapter 15 verse 11, Bible says, these things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that you may be, that your joy may be full. Hallelujah. So why is it important for our joy to be full? It is important in order for us to finish strong, to finish well. 2022 is about to come to an end. Praise God. If you look at the things that has happened in your life, maybe you have a and a, a, maybe an app on your phone that tracks your emotion. How many of us know that there are apps like that? They will tell you your mood for the day based on the things you tick, yes or no. Praise God. So maybe you have an app or you have somebody that is you are recording how much time you are happy in this year, how much time you were sad, how much time you were angry in this year. I want to tell you that as the year is coming to an end, God has more in stock for you. Praise God. And that he's saying that your joy may be full. Praise God. I don't know where you are in terms of the level of joy, but God is telling you that he wants your joy to be full. Praise God. So, we've said that joy is important. And that's why the devil tries to steal our joy. But the question that comes, how does the devil steal joy? Praise God. How does the devil steal our joy? Number one, he steals our joy through sin. He steals our joy through sin. Now, King David is somebody that you will say is a man full of joy. Why? He wrote a lot of the Psalms. And if you look at the Psalms, it's about praising God. Praising God stems from joy within. King David can be said to be a man that is, you know, he was full with joy. He was praising God. But if you look at Psalm 51, after David has gone in to commit adultery with Bathsheba, he came back to God asking for forgiveness. And in verse 12, he says what? Restore to me the joy of my salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Sin might appear to give a pleasure. I want to tell you that pleasure disappears in a matter of minutes. Praise God. And then what comes after? will become grief, shame that come afterwards. So the devil, every time he wants to steal our joy, he comes with sin, makes it more attractive than ever before. But if every one of us look, uh, look within us, for that thing that you call sin, that is always pulling you back in your Christian journey, for many people, it will be one single thing. Why? Because the devil already knows how to get Christians. There are so many ways that the devil could approach the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. He sizes everybody up. He comes with this if you, if you are able to resist it. He comes with something else if you are not able to resist it. And he says, oh, that is his weakness. That is our weakness. And next time the devil comes, he comes in the same way. He only makes it more attractive to you. And when that act of sin comes in, the joy disappears. Praise God. So it's never a good trade. Sin steals our joy and it replaces it with counterfeit pleasure. 
But if you look at Psalm 45 verse 7, again, the psalm is saying, you love righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companion. If you want to be anointed with the oil of, of gladness, what do you need to do? You need to love righteousness and what? Hate iniquity. Praise the Lord. For the God, your God, to anoint you with the oil of gladness, you need to love righteousness and hate iniquity. So what that means is if anyone loves sin, if anyone loves iniquity or wickedness, then such an individual will not be anointed with the oil of gladness. Praise God. So if it looks as if everything is turned upside down, that there is no joy in your life, check your heart. Is there sin in you? Praise God. So unconfessed sins and secret sins causes us to lose connection with God. God is the one that anoints with the oil of gladness. Praise God. But when you lose connection with that God that anoints with oil of gladness, there is no way you will be anointed with the oil of gladness. Sin can separate us from God. Bible says the hand of the Lord is not too short. Yes? And his ear is not dead. But it is these iniquities that have separated us from God. Iniquity will not only separate you, or sin will not only separate you from God, it will also separate you from your loved ones, your spouse. Praise God. The confidence that you have in approaching your spouse will diminish when they are seen. Another way that the devil might try to steal your joy is to come with challenges. And this is very important. Once we have been able to distinguish between happiness and joy, we know that happiness is a result of things happening around us. But what if things are not happening? Are we still rejoicing? Are we still filled with joy? So the devil might come to you with challenges. You know, Bible says in the book of James chapter 1 verse 3 to 4, it says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Brethren, there is no promotion without an assessment. There is no promotion without an assessment. So as much as God loves you and I, the challenges that we endure, the challenges that we, are, we overcome is a way for us to grow. Hallelujah. It's a way for you and I to grow. So God loves us so much and he wants us to grow. And the, one of the ways he can cause us to grow is to bring some of these challenges, to use some of these challenges to empower us, to edify us. And like I said earlier, God never promised us a trouble-free life. He only assures us that he will go through with us. So when you are passing through fire, as we say in the book of Isaiah chapter 43 verse 2, when you are passing through fire, when you are passing through waters, when you are passing through challenging times, many a times we pray that God should take them away. Yes? 
But many a times, the prayer we ought to be praying is, God, how are you using this to make me a better person? How are you using this to prepare me for the next level? Praise the Lord. No, many of us are so comfortable that if things do not become uncomfortable, we will not move. So sometimes when challenges come, when fire comes, when water comes, and it appears you are drowning, instead of you saying, God, oh, take this away, why not ask God, how are you using this to make me a better Christian? Your trouble can become your transportation. Look, be, look back into your life. The times that you become a better you might be at, as a result of the challenges that you have experienced. The time that we really prayed, like Christian pray, not the prayer that you fold your hand in your pocket and you are nodding your head. When you really prayed, might be when there is challenges. We were having terrible nightmare and you know that something is happening. Praise God. You have been told story that in your father's house, when you are the when you just do something significant, expect battles to come. Praise God. In that case, that's when most of us pray a lot. But why will God allow you to go through those challenges? It's just to make you a better Christian. Praise God. So let's always ask God, God, what are you doing through these challenges? What are you doing through this situation that I'm experiencing? The other way that the devil tries to steal our joy is through the lack of hope. Praise God. Lack of hope. Many Christians, they are living life, but they have given up on life. Praise God. Do you have insight into what God is doing in your life? 2023 is just by the corner. How many of us know already what God wants to do in your life, in your family in 2023? So when you lack hope, you begin to lose sight of what God is capable of doing. And when you lose sight of what God is capable of doing, it's easy for you to become depressed. It's easy for you to now become sad because what? You don't know what God is doing next. Psalm 43 verse 5. Psalm 43 verse 5. The Bible says that, Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? What? Hope in God. Let's open our Bible. Psalm 43, verse 5. It says, Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. Praise God. So your soul might appear to be depressed. Your soul, situation around you might look as if all hope is gone. But I want to assure you that there is hope in God. Praise God. It is never too late. When it appears that all hope is gone, that God is too late, it will appear. Praise God. And he always has his own way of doing things. You know, when Lazarus was about to die, the sister sent for Jesus. Lazarus, your friend is about to die. Jesus Christ delayed for how many more days? Three more days. And Lazarus died. He was buried. Hallelujah. And Jesus came. And Martha came to Jesus and said, Jesus, if only you had come 
a few days ago. My brother would not have died. Praise God. All hope was lost. But God is a God that makes the impossibilities to become possible. And he came and said, Lazarus, comfort. You know, I was reading a script, an exposition, and it was saying that, you know, the Jews believe that it is only after three days that the life really leaves the body. Yes? So if somebody is not yet dead, or if somebody died, within the next three days, the person can still wake up from the dead. But Jesus Christ came the fourth day, and because he came for the fourth day, they said, all hope is gone. You know, when you say the life is dropping out, and if there is still 1%, something can still happen, right? But it's Jesus Christ came when people say it is now zero. So when you are already thinking that this fees, how would I pay? This sickness, will it not be the end? God is telling you that I am still able to do that. I'm still a God that specializes in impossibility. We need to have hope in God. When a guy left Abraham, left Sarah. She was going with Ishmael, and she got to a point that the boy was so thirsty and he needs water, but she was crying. She was saying, this boy is just going to die. She placed the boy somewhere, and she went somewhere else to cry because she doesn't want to see her own son die. And then the angel came and said, Haggai, why are you crying? Look at the well. Give the boy, the boy a drink. She was overwhelmed with the fact that she might lose her son. There was no hope in her. But because she lost hope, even the world that was beside her, she cannot see it. If you lose hope, then even what God is doing, you cannot see it. And the devil has successfully taken away your joy in that instance. I pray that will not be our testimony in Jesus' name. Now, we've talked about why the devil steal your joy. I want us to quickly look at how your joy can be full. You know, Jesus Christ says that uh, we need to act so that our joy may be full. You know, John chapter 16, verse 24. He says, either to have you asked nothing in my name, ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Now, how can your joy be full? Number one, you need salvation. Praise God. Isaiah 61, verse 1 to 3, which is our, one, our anchor text, we read there about God being able you know, to, to restore the joy of your salvation. We also read there that God is saying he's able to replace you know, that garment of shame for that of, you know, for, for that of merriment. But if you look at Psalm 51, verse 12, the Bible says, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. So in order for you and I to have this joy, not happiness that is based on the things happening around, not happiness that is based on our prosperity, our success, the promotion, we need salvation. And that is why even when the promotion is not coming, you are still joyous. Praise God. When everybody is against you, you are still joyous. And people will look, what is wrong? 
is always smiling. She's always smiling. She's always happy. Why? Because you have the joy of his salvation. And I pray that this salvation, the devil will not steal it from us in the mighty name of Jesus. Another way that we can be fooled or we can have this joy in abundance is by obedience. Obedience is very crucial. Philippians chapter 4 verse 4. Bible says rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Praise God. That scripture is a command. As much as an admonition, it is also a command. It says rejoice. I will say it again. Rejoice. So for every one of us, we need to obey God in that scripture. When things are, happen, around, are happening around you, does it seem to be that of joy or happiness? Always say to yourself, I will rejoice. Hallelujah. And Bible says again in the book of Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19, that if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. So obedience is very important in order for us to have a full joy, in order for us to be joyful. Hallelujah. The third point I will mention is that you have to be joyful by choice. Praise God. You have to be joyful by choice. You have to be intentional. Praise God. You have to be intentional. You know, Bible says in the book of Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 17 to 19, Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17 to 19. Bible says, Though the fig tree do not bud, and there are no graves on the vine, though the olive crop fails, and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen or cattle in the store, yet what? Hallelujah. Yet what? I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. Let's hold it there. Praise God. Having the fig tree budding, having grape on the vine, having your holy crop doing very well, those are the things that we think should give us joy. But here the prophet Habakkuk is saying that even though these things are not happening, I will still rejoice in the Lord. Why? Because we know that this God can be trusted. We know that our God will never disappoint us. Hallelujah. Now Job lost everything. Job lost everything except his life. And in Job chapter 13 verse 15 to 18, I just focus on verse 15. It says, Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him, but I will maintain my own ways before him. This is Job. Lost his children in a single day. Lost all his cattle in a single day. Lost his houses in a single day. Lost his servants in a single day. And yet he's saying, even though this God slay me, I will trust him. That tells us that the joy that we have as believers is not a function of the happenings around us. It should not be a function of the things that we possess. If all your joy is based on the qualification that you have, do you know there are people that are more qualified that do not have the position that you have? Praise God. Have you wondered that in the UK you will see a job advert? They will say GCU O level, and you have a master's, and then they will still tell you sorry. 
If you factor and you think about those things, you will be depressed. But you will know and agree with me that when it is time, that which God has for you will definitely come your way. Hallelujah. Now, that doesn't mean you should not make effort. Praise God. That doesn't mean you should not make effort. Put in the application. You will learn from the experience. But if that is not the door God is opening for you, the door will not open. Praise God. Now, I used to pray a prayer. God, the door that you will not I want me to enter, don't open it. Praise God. If you don't want me to enter a place, don't open it. And that's why when you get rejection here and there, all smiling because you know that that is not God's plan for me. Hallelujah. You need to be intentional. You might get a reject, rejection here and there. Smile and say, yes, that is not God's plan for me. God's plan is coming. Praise God. And I pray that we will not lose out in what God is doing in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, how do you know that this is what God, uh, this is what God has for you and not the other way? By the word of God. The joy that we have is not influenced by feelings. It's not influenced by you know, the, the situations around us. It should be backed by the knowledge of the word of God. So what is God saying concerning your life? What is God saying about that child? What is God saying about the trouble that you are experiencing in your marriage? What is God saying about the trouble that you are experiencing in your job? What is God saying about your health? You need to hold on to God. Praise God. And Bible says that I will be with you even to the end of times. And I pray that this will be our testimony in Jesus' name. Last point that we want to mention is that for you to have a joy or to be full of joy, to be joyful, you need to sing. Hallelujah. You need to sing. Psalm 100 verse 1 to 4. The Bible says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Hallelujah. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Do you know why love? You see, when, when I... Okay, let me put it this way. When I first came to the UK, that was when I began to hear of mental health. <laughs> Praise God. That was when I began to hear of mental health. Now, I studied in Nigeria. From Nigeria, I went to Hong Kong. There was no mental health. But when I came to the UK, I just began to hear mental health, mental health, mental health. And I started looking into it. And then it began to make sense to me. But do you know that sometimes the more you know something, the more problem you can encounter. And then the next thing you start saying, seeing is mental health. And then when people want to give excuse to get days off work, my mental health. And then you might begin to think, yeah, sometimes I feel not so happy. It could be a mental health thing. <laughs> Praise God. But I want to tell you something. That despite this challenging situation, you must open your mouth to sing songs. Praise God. If the devil can manage to take that ability to sing from you, then he's able to replace it with anything. Praise God. And that's why you might say you don't have the best of voice. You are not in the choir. How about in your bathroom? Who is there with you? Praise God. Singing song to the Lord you know, brings this joyfulness out of you. Such that even when situations around you are not smiling, those songs begin to remind you of the faithfulness of God. 
How many of us here can say, I am here because I, I am very intelligent? How many of us can say, I am here because I have the wealthiest spirit? If it's things that money can buy, some people are more wealthier than us and they are not seated here. When you sing song, begin to remind yourself of the goodness of God. He has done it before, he is doing it now, and he will do it again. Hallelujah. That is all you need to remind yourself of. If you think 2022 has not gone well, think about the fact that God has kept you since you were born up till now. And now you are approaching 2023. What are you praying in advance into the new year? What are you telling God? That God, I am trusting you. Though I am not where I want to be, but I am not where I used to be. Hallelujah. So when the devil is coming to try to steal your joy, remind him songs. Sing hymns unto him. Sing worship unto God. And let the devil know that you have a backer. You have a big God. Hallelujah. And he, the devil himself is a small boy. Hallelujah. So when we talk about you know, mental health and these challenges that we, 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 we hear, for as many of us coming from Nigeria, you will know that it's not something that is very common on the street. Why? Because a lot of people, they go to church or they go to wherever they go, they shout. And you know now, we cannot even shout after 11 o'clock. We start looking at the time. Is it time. Can we still shout? Praise God. But Bible says what? Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. So when the devil wants to get people, you just take them from the church. In your house, you cannot shout because of your neighbor. Come to church and shout. You don't want to come. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we will read that verse again. And I want you to demonstrate that joyful noise. Hallelujah. Yeah. Psalm 100 verse 1. Bible says what? Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I pray that as you have shouted. No, that shout of hallelujah. That shout of rejoicing was what brought down the walls of Jericho. Every walls of anxiety, depression, sorrow, shame, pain, guilt, they are all falling down in the mighty name of Jesus. In conclusion, I want us to read 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 6 to 9. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 6 to 9. Bible says that in this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. Let's read that scripture very well. I want us to read on the screen so we can read the same version. Bible says, wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a what? Season. You need to be, you, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptation. Some of us are in heaviness through situations around us. But Bible is saying what? It is for a season. These two shall pass. Bible says it came to pass. Bible never says it came to stay. It came to pass. Verse 7. Hallelujah. Verse 7. Verse 7. 
Are we there? Bible says that the trial of your faith be much more precious than a gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearance of Jesus Christ. Verse 8. Whom having not seen, ye love, in whom, though now you see him not, yet believing, ye what? Rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. The last verse. Hallelujah. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul. For as many of us that are saved, for as many of us that are child and children of God, you have the joy unspeakable. You have the joy unending. You may not see it, but I want to assure you that God is working things out in your favor in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to join on your feet as we pray a few prayers just before we go. Hallelujah. Bible says what? Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And we have established that many a times the devil steal our joy through sin. Just want you to ask the Lord this morning to forgive you of every sin that have stolen your joy in the mighty name of Jesus. The secret sin, the sin or the unseen sins that have stolen your joy. Pray that the Lord will forgive you in the mighty name of Jesus. Pray that the Lord will forgive you of every sin that have stolen your joy in the mighty name of Jesus. Many a times the devil comes to us with sins, with temptation and all these things come together to steal our joy. Pray that the Lord will forgive you in the name of Jesus. Psalm 57, 51 verse 7 Bible says, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Why not ask the Lord to restore the joy of your salvation this morning or this afternoon in the mighty name of Jesus. That joy of your salvation. Pray that you'd be restored in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for every one of us here that you will restore our joy in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. You know, but as, as, as I mentioned about Agai, Agai was seeing the joy, the, the, the well, but she couldn't see it because of the, 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 the lack of hope, the anxiety, the depression in her. I want us to call the Lord, that the Lord will cause every well of sadness, every well, well of depression, every well of sorrow, every well of delay, every well of guilt to dry up in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's pray that every well of unpleasant Every well that is sapping away our joy. Let's pray that Lord, in this infinite mercy, we cause them to dry now in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's pray that Lord, we cause them to dry now in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's pray that the Lord, we cause them to dry in the name of Jesus. Call upon God and say, Lord, anoint me with the oil of gladness in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's pray that Lord, we anoint each and every one of us with the oil of gladness in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray by your mercy that you will anoint us with the oil of gladness in the name of Jesus. Sorrow will be far from us in the name of Jesus. We will be filled with joy, praising God, singing Him, singing worship, singing adoration unto God in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Last prayer, Psalm 65, verse 11. Bible says, you crown the year with a bountiful harvest, even the hard parts 
pathways overflow with abundance. You crown the year with a abundant or a bountiful harvest. Let's pray that the Lord will crown your year with goodness in the mighty name of Jesus. Pray that the Lord will crown your year with goodness in the name of Jesus. Pray that the almighty God will crown this year 2022 with goodness in the name of Jesus. Brethren, believe me sincerely, the way you end the year determines how you will start the year. Why not begin to pray that Lord in the name of Jesus, that this year, this 2022, the Lord will crown with his goodness. The Lord will crown with bountiful harvest in the name of Jesus. You can still get that job offer this year. You can still get that thing that you are desiring of God for. You can still get that open doors in the name of Jesus. The doors that you are trusting God to be shut can still be shut even before this year run to an end. Call the Lord after the Lord crown this year with bountiful harvest in the name of Jesus. Let every hard part become softened in the name of Jesus. Let our life overflow with abundance in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Everlasting Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you for your word that has come to us this morning. Lord, we pray that every one of us here, we pray that your, by your infinite mercy, you will forgive us of every sin that has taken and has stolen our joy in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that you will restore unto us the joy of our salvation in the mighty name of Jesus. And we pray that every source of sorrow, every source of sadness, every source of negativity, and negative emotions. Lord, we pray that they cease now in the mighty name of Jesus. And we pray that this year we anoint our head with oil of gladness in the name of Jesus. This oil will flow from our head to everyone around us in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we pray that this year, 2022, is crowned with your goodness in the name of Jesus. And testimony shall overflow by the 31st of this year, this month in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the answer prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.